Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to dive into this conversation of 365 firsts and the challenge that Anne is bringing to the world and to people everywhere so you can become your greatest possible self and live a life of greatness. Before we dive into that, though, and this, this courageous conversation we're getting into, I want to talk to you because you're becoming your greatest possible self. So I acknowledge you. I acknowledge you for showing up, doing your best, doing what you can every step of the way, and all the while being resourceful, being coachable asking for support, asking for help, investing in yourself, investing in the process, and doing what you need to do to take your next big leap. So I acknowledge you. However, I can support you in growing and making a bigger impact, being your greatest possible self even more. Let's explore that. We'd love to have a conversation. Hear more about what is important to you. What are you out to accomplish? What lights you up? What lights your soul on fire? I want to hear about that. I love hearing about that, okay? Um, so let's talk, and if you want to be a guest on the 12-Hour Marathon, get your message out. If you want to launch your own podcast, and if there's just anything else I could do to support you, connect with these epic human beings like Anne, who's about to come on, join her challenge, find out where you've been playing small, where you can take a leap into your courageous, greatest possible self, definitely do that, okay? Super, super important to me that you step into your greatness. Next up is the iTunes review of the week. This week, it's Stephanie Zito. Inspiring podcast, Stephanie says. I love Chris's mission and attitude towards life. Again, a lot of great tips for self-development and running my business through this content. Thank you so much, Stephanie. I appreciate you sharing that review. And if you are listening right now, and you want to get a chance of getting shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search Greatest Possible Self on the Apple Podcast Store and give us a review there. Let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, and how we can improve the show for you even more. Thank you so much in advance for doing that. And definitely subscribe to the podcast because like, we release an episode just about every day, and it's awesome sauce stuff like Anne's interview. It's about to come up. So speaking of Anne, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes, be ready to um, take action, be ready to put something into your calendar. I have a feeling like you are not going to leave this conversation without further First doing something that you're going to do something for the first time, probably. <laughs> so be ready to take action. Stick around all the way through to the end because this commitment that you're about to make or could potentially make through this conversation could change the rest of your life. Let's introduce Anne and then we'll bring her on the screen. Anne Bernard's claim to fame are one, that since the age of nine, she's pursued facing her fears and two, She's tried everything she ever wondered about or wanted to do. So much so, she's now made it her business to keep chasing new experiences and first times and getting others to do the same. She, is, she has 24 years in the United States Marine Corps, traveled to 41 countries, and plans to double that number, has started three startups, has failed miserably, and lost everything to the point of becoming almost homeless, and has self-published three books. She's always looking for her next adventure. She's lived a life of no 
regrets, never holding anything back, always building on her experiences and failures to grow who she is as a person and a contributing member of society. And we are blessed and we're going to have an epic freaking conversation today. And I want to ask, Anne, are you ready to rock the house, Superwoman? Yes, you know I am. Oh. <laughs> I love it. We are live on Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self, and we're going to have an epic freaking conversation today. So we're going to dive right in. A life of greatness. What does that mean to you, Anne? A life of greatness. I heard you say it. For me, it has absolutely been about pursuing my potential. Yes. It's knowing what I'm capable of doing and wanting to reach that that point of greatness that I know is in me that in the things that I can achieve. Absolutely, that is living greatness. Yes, yes. Pursuing your potential. I love it. I love it. Um, who is it? Is it Earl Nightingale? Earl Nightingale that says um, success is the is like the pursuit of a, a worthy ideal or or something like that. Continuous pursuit of, of a worthy ideal. I think he's a he's a personal development guru from like I think the fifties or the sixties. Yeah. I think he says says something like that. So I love it. And I love you know. But I like how many of your other guests have said this. And and by the way, you've had awesome guests on your show you. last week. And today and in the past, but I've been really following in the last couple of weeks uh, and just awesome guests. And all of them had said, have said, you know, that shifts and that moves, right? Mm. Because as you progress, as you grow, mm -hmm. as you continue on that journey, it's a moving target. Yeah. So, but that's the beauty. That's yeah. the beauty of life is that you never get you really never get there. Mm -hmm. So that's why life continues to be interesting yeah. because you got to keep going after it. You get to generate it every day. Like what, who am I today? Who do I get to be today? What's possible today? What's the first that I get to accomplish today? Um, so I plug my, there's a better version of me that awaits to wake up tomorrow based off of what I do today. Wow. What you do today absolutely wow. matters for tomorrow. And those wow. little things you do today, become big things over time. That's huge. And I love it. I love it. Okay. So tell us a little bit more about what you do either in the military or with the 365 first challenge, whichever you want to share about what you're standing for. What's most important to you these days? <laughs> okay. Well, I love the Marine Corps. Uh, however, uh, it's, it's, it's the journey. So what the Marine Corps means to me I joined the Marine Corps at 17. I turned 18 in boot camp and did 10 years on active duty and to pursue my entrepreneurial um, dreams and yeah. endeavors. And then uh, three years of doing that, like you said in my intro, lost everything, went mm. completely broke. And that's when a friend said, hey, you know, you're still in the inactive ready reserves. And I was mm. like, no, no, I'm not. He's like, yes, yes, you are. He was right, and I found myself going back to the Marine Corps. Mm -hmm. But, and it's funny because when I came in at 17, and I knew way before that I wanted to be a Marine, you know, I drank the Kool Aid. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that the Marine Corps is not as amazing of a concept than, than the history that is behind it, but it's, it's made up of people, right? Mm -hmm. And people are with flaws and mm -hmm. imperfections and so there's no such thing as a perfect system as soon as you throw people in the mix yep but 
So when I return and, and having had gone through the struggles of an entrepreneur, you know, I viewed the world completely differently. So my relationship with the Marine Corps shifted and changed as well. Yeah. However, it was always there and it was, it was going home because the Marines and the friends I had there, I mean, those were my brothers and sisters, yeah. you know, brothers in arms, sisters in arms. So it's always been amazing to have had the Marine Corps there. And then we can go into the journey, but God's the one that really brought me back to the Marine Corps. And I was at a point where I was like, it's not where I want to be. This is not what I want to be doing. And it's one thing about when you stop following your will and you start following God's will. Mm-hmm. Like God's like, no, this is where I'm putting you. And I'm like, this is not where I want to be, but okay. <laughs> and that's how I ended up in Germany the first time. Mm-hmm. And that just, I mean, it was just another, I mean, the way God, when I completely gave my life, to God, the way that he started working in my life was just incredible. So finding mm-hmm. myself in Germany, tra- traveling all over Europe was a- amazing. Now, my second time in Germany, back in the Marine Corps, and but let me back up. So when I gave my life to Christ, so, and this is based on backing up for people that are watching. If you know my story, then you're, you're caught up. But if you're just hearing this for the first time, yeah, catch I, listened to, I listened to Chris's show when he had Jonathan. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm forgetting his last name. What is his yeah. last name? Uh, England. England. Yeah. Which, by the way, he's ready to come to Vegas. We just need to get a venue for him. Yes. yes. That is how you make things happen. Yes. yes. Um, so um, <laughs> where was I going with that? Oh, so Jonathan talked about giving his life to Christ. Mm. Right, and completely submitting his will. And then Chris mentioned, like, I'm not sure I've done that. Yeah. Um, and then I we were I was typing to you and I said, Trust me, you will know when you have. Yeah. Because he will likely take away what matters to you the most. Mm. So what God asked me to do, right? The dying to self process was like, you need to lose your identity as an entrepreneur. You need to let that go. Mm. And you know, I had an identity as a Marine, but it was nothing compared to my identity of being an entrepreneur because being an entrepreneur is something that as a little girl I used to think about, I used mm-hmm. to dream about. And to have the drive, the passion, the ego, the narcissism that went with it of, you know, wanting to do something new, something major, like I knew it was in me, it was going to happen. And for God to say, no, we let let all of that go it took me two years and i would wake up at night and wonder if i'm not an entrepreneur if i'm not this driven person then who am i Mm. and i didn't know the answer i just i had to trust god so i completely submitted myself to him and he worked in my life he repaired the relationship with my family he sent me on this incredible journey around the world and then you know i started exploring because I had been chasing fears all my life. So I was pretty much without fears. Mm. And I was like, I don't want to chase new things. So I started chasing all these new experiences. And with, and I always had confidence, but an entire new level of confidence that, you know, God was right there with me. And when I went back to Germany this last time, mm. um, it was, 
not ideal whatsoever. And what happened was I was working so hard at getting other people to be more, to want more, mm. to, um, I mean, I can't get too many details about it, right. but it made me realize if I'm going to work this hard, I need to be working this hard for myself. And it had been 10 years mm. in that span of not doing the entrepreneurial thing. And God put it back on my heart. Like he, he returned it over to me mm. and I was like, Oh, okay. So, so were you Go trying time. to, were you trying to save other people or were you trying to build other people's vision and they didn't want it built? What, or was it something else? You mean, so my, like other businesses, those things I've done. Like you mentioned, um, like you didn't want to get into the details of what wasn't working, like this place where you invest investing in something else that was other than you. What was that? Oh, that was, I mean, I was, so the, there's Anne Bernard and then there's the Marine, right? So then there's Lieutenant Colonel Bernard. <laughs> She's similar, but not exactly the same, right? <laughs> so when I put the uniform on, I kind of download what it means to be a Marine. Wow. And I am an alpha amongst alpha, as in like I ruled alphas, right? I yeah. And... If I stay in that environment too long, mm. it's not good. Wow. It's just because it there's certain portion of my personality that are best leveraged in small amounts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in that environment, I mean, it's like in very high amount. Um, I mean, yeah. So I become a, a workaholic. I become, I mean, so many... Yeah, it, it's just it's just not a good environment to be for me to be in for a very long time because of my personality. Mm -hmm. But also, and I'm, I'm you know I want things to be done right. I'm a bit of perfectionist. Um, you know, people are you're like you care too much, and that just aggravates me because of what I cared about is the protection of the United States of. Marines doing their jobs as Marines, and mm. I shouldn't, I shouldn't care about that more than other people. Like we should all equally care about right. it. Right. So, and if I can't, if I can't lead you towards, and we're talking about peers and and, right. and seniors, right? Not mm. so much subordinates, but right. if I can't lead you towards there, then I'm going to want to bend your will to mine to get you there. Mm -hmm. So when you said about, you know, like. You were mentioning wanting to put people in perhaps an uncomfortable position right. or, you know, and you're like, can you help me with that? I'm like, eh, you're, yes. I'm like, careful, sure. careful what you wish for. for me because, <laughs> you know, I can be, there's, again, there's different sides of me where I can be soul crushing mm. mean mm. if I need to be, like I can be anything that I need to be in order to get the job, the done. job done. Yeah. You know, and wow. it, it kind of gets, it escalates to where if you're going to push me there, you're going to be like, mm. Mm. so that's, that's what, that's what you're, that's what you're capable of. And I love that. I love hearing that side of you. I, I love hearing, um, you know, that it's almost like you're a, you're a, a sheathed weapon ready to like unleash hell on anything that like stands in your way, which is awesome. And I think a, a lot of people wish they could be that 
powerful and intimidating. And I think it sounds like one of your greatest journeys is like, how do I take that power and these greatest skills and abilities and apply it in a way that serves myself and God and my fellow humans who actually want to be served, right? Who actually want to to receive the benefits of it. Because in, in an organization like the military, bless it, and like everyone has their own kind of agendas, there's politics, there's stuff, you know, like that you just got to deal with. So to be an entrepreneur, you get to set the agenda of who you are, who you're around, how you invest your time, your organization, the people that are a part of it, so to speak, um, for the most part, you know. So I, I would say that that is like taking back that control and creating the reality and living your greatness the way that you want to. Correct. And I mean, yeah. And and for me, there's been so many journeys that have taught me so many lessons that have mm-hmm. shaped, you know, who I am. But you know, as a as a young kid, mm-hmm. I decided who I wanted to be, and there was a I I'm 42 now, mm-hmm. right? So at 42, there's very little left of me of the kid the teenager or even my 20s like i have completely reinvented myself in in that time frame to become who i wanted to be Mm. and you know there are critical moments and times where um i didn't know how I was going to make that happen. Mm. And one of the biggest things when I gave my life over the, to Christ and it became a no brainer because it was like, you know, I really want to be this type of person. I don't know how, mm. just like, you know, you put forth your intention of, you know, show me how to get there. Yeah. And then you trust it. You put it in his hand, you trust him with it. You continue to do what you need to do. And then he'll present you with some opportunities to do that. And one of the biggest things for me was and I heard you talk about that too but connections with people right Mm. to really connect I always care I'll always help give out advice assess to like really have connection and you know my childhood did not shape me or support that Mm. to create that and what's funny is when I was just back home uh, a couple months ago a month ago Mm-hmm. Having a conversation with my dad, with my brothers and my sisters, we got to like in some really deep conversation mm-hmm. and I got to see the character traits that exist in all of us. So I have five brothers and sisters. So there's in a big spread of age, right? Yeah. So what's, what exists in my dad exists in my mom or my stepmom possess. And then what's in my sisters and brothers and mm-hmm. how each of us have manifested that character trait. So who chose to let that character trait drive them in a certain direction? And then who chose to say, hmm, okay, well, there's probably good benefits of this character trait. Mm. There's negative portion of this character trait. So I'm going to reprogram, I'm going to switch portion mm. of this character trait to make it more beneficial and healthy all around. Right? So, so it's like char- who's, who's being driven by the trait versus who's driving with exactly. the trait as a as a resource of their being, of their presence, of their life. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's that's one of the things with the three hundred sixty-five first challenge that I want to bring to the forefront is that you can absolutely reprogram yourself. Yes. Okay. Where you are, who you are now, 
does not have to stay that way. Mm. Neuroscientists, and it's not just, you know, coaches or whoever saying that, right? Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. science proves it. So yeah. neuroscientists who have studied the brain, get images of the brain, have said and have shown that it never stops, right? We're constantly, we constantly have the ability to change the synapses in our brain, therefore rewire how our brains work. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, you have to actively do that. So for me, one of the biggest things, you know, having, having overcome all my fears, having, you know, done so much to change who I was, the one thing that kept staring me in the face is, you're not connecting with people. You are, but it's very superficial. And one, that is something that requires a lot of work, mm -hmm. right? It requires energy and a lot of work to do that. But the one thing that like marked me was I was in uh, Prague. And this gentleman, homeless gentleman, probably was on the park bench. And I think, Probably had peed on his pants. Mm. You know, it's, it's just his pants were all wet. Yeah. And I had the means, no problem, of going and buying him another pair of pants. Mm. But I was frozen. I could not reach out to him. No matter how much I wanted to reach out, I was like, I, I can't. I mm. don't know how to go to him and say, let me help you. And even, you know, language barrier or whatever, that wasn't the problem. The problem was, here's a human being in need. I want to help, but I can't. Like, I, I, I just stood there and I was just like, what is wrong with me? And, you know, I'm in tears and I'm crying and I'm like, go help him. And I'm like, I, like, I just can't. Mm. And so I got back to my hotel and I just, you know, I prayed. I was like, God, I, I want to stop this. I want to be able to reach out and go help someone when they, they need help. And anyways, I went on this journey of traveling and I did Airbnb and people opened up their homes to me and staying with them and them being so open, allowed me to start being more open. Like I'm staying in your house, you're, you're taking care of me, you know, let's start talking more, more traveling. And then I went on like hundreds of first dates. I'm not exaggerating. Like hundreds <laughs> of first dates, right? But just like, okay, in the time frame we have together, mm. my mission is to connect, like yeah. truly connect. Because the initial thing was like, okay, let me work on connecting and then I can work on continuing that relationship. And mm. then working as far as really continuing a relationship, like let me focus on my family in yeah. doing that. Mm. And I spent some time with them and like nothing or sharing happened as far as our relationship getting better. And I was like, okay, well, it's going to take more time because, you know, we have to get to know each other more. We have to trust one another more. And mm. now, you know, it's more at that level and we'll do Marco Polos together. And mm. because I love my family because we're so alike and they're just a riot, like just a crazy bunch. Right. So I, I love them. And so now like I'm more in this space of, okay, well, this is what more what it's about for me. Mm. And doing the 365 first challenge and understanding this is a hard thing for most people to do. So yeah. they're going to need a lot of help doing that, which means I need to connect with them. Mm -hmm. So whether it's connecting physically or via 
social media videos, my broadcasts. Yeah. Because again, ironically, right, AI has proven this that through your voice mm. and humans can do this, they're just not realizing they're doing it, right? They pick up your authenticity, how genuine you are. Um, and if they're going to, I guess some people can fake it, but mm. why fake it if mm. you put in the hard work to actually be that, just, you know, like you are. Right. You're, um, you're going to be there in that time and space anyways. So why not yeah, invest so the energy? Why not? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so understanding that I've gone down the road of being a life coach mm-hmm. and then like that because, and this was so back in 2008, right? Mm-hmm. So coaching had just hit yeah. like this, right? Mm-hmm. And well, actually 2005 is when I started, when I started with life coaching mm-hmm. and realized just people move too slow. Like I, I don't have the patience for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I didn't understand. Like for me, I want to do something. I just yeah. do it. Like yep. I don't understand what's so hard about that. Mm. It just didn't register. Yeah. Uh, so then I switched over to business coaching, mm. and I understood that people will do more for their business than they'll do for themselves. Yep. So, but with business coaching, I, I, I started running other people's businesses, and I was not getting paid the kind of amount that I needed to be running the business for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and then. I switched over because one way of making true money is that either you're selling your product or you have people working for you. Yep. So I started a coaching agency mm-hmm. and because I realized it's the marketing that I enjoy. It's the business aspect that I enjoy. So let me help other coaches get, so all they have to worry about is coaching. Let me take the business aspect out of it for them. Yeah. And so that's in like 2007. Okay. And again, though, People didn't hire coaches because the, mm. it was such a young profession. Definitely. And I got screwed over by my business partner because I was trying to automate everything. So mm. I also have a thing with technology. And so that was now one failure under my belt. What would you and What would you have done differently with that business partner? Uh, establishing proper uh, legal business partnership. Hmm. So, because he had started coding uh, the back end, mm-hmm. and um, well, so he, although he was married, he thought we should have a thing. And I was like, well, that's not going to happen. He's like, well, then uh, you owe me $40,000, or I'm taking the code with me. And right. because I didn't have the proper things in place, I there's nothing I could really do. Right. But the other thing was, I had hired a publicist, and he had gotten me awesome press Mm because it was around the new year Mm -hmm. and i had done multiple i mean i was in articles include the washington post on fox news the local fox news all kinds of stuff Mm -hmm. but the phone was not ringing Mm -hmm. and so that happened and then the thing with the business partner and it just i mean it just took me under because this was my first kind of you know, I had already shifted from life coach to business coach, now the coaching agency, mm-hmm. and it had just become a little too much. Yeah. But then uh, a week and a half later, I started a web startup. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, brought in an entire team of developers together that were recruited in different places. We recreated we create a uh, social media site. And again, I was ahead of my time. So when social media, the terminology was brand new on the street. Yeah. Well, I mean, Twitter was six months old. Um, wow. And yeah. So 
should have moved to Silicon Valley. I think uh, things might have turned out differently. Hmm. But in all of this, Chris, things that, you know, I felt like I was owed success hmm. because I wouldn't let nothing stop me. So I would listen to all of these people that would say, you know, if you face your fears and if you go after it, if you do this, you know, success is going to come to you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm doing all this and it's not happening. Hmm. Happening. And my conversation with God was not, God, how can I serve you? You know, it was like, I'm owed this. Like, right. I'm right. doing everything right. Like, mm. why? And I also had limitations, right? So I believed that I couldn't do sales. So it's like, well, so mm. I hired a sales guy. But so there's certain things, you know, I had limiting beliefs. I had such an ego. Mm. Now, the failures were teaching me a lot about humility. I was definitely pick up a lot of humility along the way. Yeah. And uh, when finally, and another thing, I was struggling a lot with depression. Mm. Uh, and people didn't know about that. I mean, like, there are times where I had to stay in my basement and not go anywhere because I couldn't trust that I wouldn't hurt myself. So if I didn't go anywhere, then but like all this darkness yeah. so from the failures some things not working out like yeah. just this such darkness was in my soul and so much pain because like i just didn't understand like i'm doing everything right and the yeah. other thing is i would give so this i would share my knowledge with somebody else and they would encounter success yeah. and then instead of being so I wasn't envious or jealous of them, but it would make me even more angry. Like I'm doing the exact same thing of what I told them to do and it's mm. working out for them, but it's not working out for me. And mm. just like anger, just so much anger was amassing in me. Um, I ended up going back to the Marine Corps, moving to New Orleans, eventually closing the business. And I felt like I had turned a new leaf. Mm -hmm. Like I had a new, you know, and kind of like Jonathan's story, right? It's kind of like, oh, I went through all of that. And now yeah. I'm like in the big easy and things are good. And I ended up in a relationship that didn't work out. That actually, that also kind of sucked my soul in, in, mm -hmm. in many ways. And I ended up with all of these injuries. I put on all this massive amount of weight. And it was just like, like how am I back into this? crap because mm. it was like there was a little bit of sunshine and I'm right. back deep into it and really what it was is that God because along the way certain people had introduced me to God mm. not in my I'm going to choose this part of this religion I'm going to choose this part of this religion and again nothing against some of your other guests but for mm. me it wasn't about back then it was right the universe this and it's all in me like i'm co-creator with god you know all of this stuff now like you know christians were approaching me and saying you know here's have this and have that and and i would read it it wouldn't connect um and i had gone through so much stuff in the record and i'm not even like touching on I mean, I ended up following this one lady at one point. I didn't even realize that she started a cult. Like, I listened on NPR and I was like, what? I have all her books. Oh, my wow. lady's nuts. And I'm reading her books. Um, so uh, 
when finally, you know, the relationship failed and I just dropped on my knees and it was like, I am screwing this up. I don't know how to do this. Mm. I am turning it all over you, God. Mm. And, um, you know, then this entire new kind of journey began. Um, so we're covering a lot. In yeah. Opinion. Yeah. This like, is, this is, this is great. What Kansas Suffer's challenge is about, but that, um, you know, I, I've gone through, I really have gone through the ringer. Yeah. But I wouldn't change anything. 100%. Because it's true, right? I mean, I am who I am because mm. of everything that I went through. Oh, and the one thing about as soon as I dropped to my knees, mm. the darkness, the depression lifted, gone. Wow. Like, wow. gone. Wow. And, you know, I feel extremely blessed about that because mm-hmm. I know that there are others, there are true, you know, devoted Christians who struggle with that. Um, a pastor just committed suicide a couple weeks ago. Mm. Like, I don't know why it got completely lifted for me, but it did. And it's been 10 years and I've never wow. felt the depression. And I know that it was not like the one thing about depression, you know, you're doing fine. And all of a sudden these thoughts come in into your head and you're like, I don't wait. I don't believe that. These mm. aren't mine. Like what, where did this come from? Yeah. And just, it's like, Get out of you know, get out of my head. And it's like then, un- uncontrollable. Like like why why is this even happening? Like I'm a exactly. I'm a good person. I don't believe this. Yeah, and, yeah. And then, but you can't you can't get rid of it. Like you have to let it pass. Yeah. And while it's passing, you're you're just you're you're hurting. Yeah. At the same time, usually there would be some sort of boost of creativity that mm. like was on the other side. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, I just need to get. I just need to get side. to the other side. So, so when did when did the 365 firsts challenge? When did that get born um and like really grab a hold of you? So when I first time I ended up in Germany, which was mm-hmm. in um 2013, so it was there 2013 2015, mm-hmm. I started traveling. And as I'm traveling, I'm like, hmm, I'm in all these new places. Maybe I should try new things in new places. Right. And so I and well, a big thing that kicked this off was I shared an office with this Macedonian sergeant, Macedonian sergeant Ward, Rob, Rob Ward, and bless him, prayers for him. He is going through brain and lung cancer right now. Yeah. But so I'm working on my computer, and he's like, ma'am, like, what's the guys? It's like, you should get a mountain bike. <laughs> I'm like, what? You have my attention. So I went mountain biking shopping with Massagun's Award, mm-hmm. and that mountain bike, which is something I had always wanted, because oh, I came back from Okinawa in 2014, and I bought an SUV mm. with the intent of going camping, spending time outdoors. Like, that was a huge thing I always wanted to do, is spend time outdoors. Right. Had never done it. So now, you know, all my life I've wanted to do that. Now it's 2013, and he says, get a mountain bike. Mm-hmm. I got the mountain bike, and it opened up my world. And like, so first off, a mountain bike is going to make you realize just how out of shape you are. <laughs> but um, it opened up my world, so I started getting, going out to the mountains, started mm-hmm. going to all these different places. It's like, well, I'm mountain biking. Let me try, you know, paragliding. Let yep. me try canyoneering. Let mm-hmm. me try uh, kayaking. Let me try suck. Let me try, like, I started trying, like, all of these things mm-hmm. 
And I was like, oh, this is so awesome, right? Um, and so then I start talking, you know, the more, then you talk to people and then you try, you're doing all these things, trying all these things and you realize, oh, people are really boring because they don't do anything. <laughs> right? They don't have stories to tell because they don't go anywhere. They don't try new things. They mm. don't have experiences. And so, but I didn't, I didn't do anything with that. I, I came back, continued to travel, continued to just have a good time. And I was working more on like myself, right? Mm -hmm. I need to learn how to make connections. I need to do all of this stuff. And I landed in 2016 in Colorado. And mm -hmm. I actually looked, I started a, I was like, I'm going to do a ministry and it's called Brave Action Ministry. Mm. And it was about because, so to backtrack again, when I was doing the coaching, I started a program called the Loop of Confidence, which was all about confidence development that was based on facing your fears. Because okay. that, I had developed my just impeccable confidence, why nothing would ever stop me from doing anything. And I never thought, oh, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, was because I spent my life facing my fears and then chasing my fears, right? So I right. built this confidence that, you know, I'm not scared of doing anything. Mm -hmm. um, so I created the loop of confidence based on on that. So I brought the loop of confidence into the ministry because, again, God had given me even a greater confidence. But you have to step into the unknown. Yeah. You have to step in that space. And so that God can, like, make you feel like, I got you. I mm. got, you know, don't worry. I got you. Um, so, but the one thing about Brave Action Ministry, the one thing I prayed on, I was like, God, I don't want to do this alone. Mm. I'm so tired of doing everything alone. Yeah. I've been traveling, I've just been doing everything, like me and little man, that's it, I'm just alone. And one, I was also kind of like in the husband space of my life, of, which is a big thing in Christianity of, you know, finding uh, yeah. life partner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that just was not happening. Mm. So, um, so that's something that I've completely like let go. Cause it's just like, okay, it's not going to happen. Let it go. Move yeah. on. Uh, but I was like, I, I want a business partner. Like mm -hmm. I want. And so I reached out to people. So I was getting a lot more comfortable reaching out to people, asking them what I needed, what I wanted from them. And, uh, yeah, nothing came back. Right. And it was like, well, God, you know, obviously you don't want me to do this because that was my one thing. Like, I don't want to do it alone. Oh, right. And so I had to uh, let that go. I ended up going to Okinawa for a couple of months and then going mm -hmm. back to Germany. And then it was back in Germany that, like, okay, what observing people, like, what do people need? Like, how do I get them to step out of their comfort zone, to mm. face their fears, to have more experiences, to increase their story, to not be so damn boring? Like, yeah. You know, I bore easily, and I don't, like, literally, like, those hundreds of dates I went on, none mm. of the, not one of those were dinner dates, because we're not doing dinner dates. Like, right. odds are you're going to, I'm sorry, but you're going to bore me, right? Yeah. Because your life is... 
<laughs> so, so you created something that people could really take these leaps into of their first things. I want to know, like, what are the rules? What can people start doing today to, like, face their fears? Tell us more about the rules of the challenge. Okay. So it's not – so this is why I created the challenge. Okay. Because if I'm going to say, Chris, well, I am going to say that to you. So mm-hmm. you're not going to get this example. <laughs> I'm going to make you face, you know. But – Say for someone mm-hmm. who's not on the same path that we are, right. right? I can't just say, take this massive leap. Right. So what the 365 First Challenge is for most people, like instead of taking this leap to get mm. on the other side, the challenge is the bridge. Mm. Because do something small. Go to the grocery store, walk the fruit aisle, the vegetable aisle, mm-hmm. pick a fruit, vegetable you've never eaten and try it. Mm. Or a food, go to a restaurant. Like you've never had Indian, you've never had Thai, you've never had Ethiopian food. You know, pick a food that you've yeah. never had. Go try it. Um, just like very little things. Mm-hmm. So if you if you go to 365 First Challenge and you go to have master list and they're broken up. So you have food first, volunteer first, fitness first, outdoor first. Um, self-care, like there's about 24 categories. And in that, there are firsts. And so start small. Mm. And I'm in the process of getting an app developed so that you, you know, usability app and you'll be able to swipe. Oh, yeah, I've done this. No, I've never done that. Oh, yeah. 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 Right? Simplify the process. How easy can I make it for you, for everyone, to, you know, go do and have new experiences? Which is why I started the meetup group, you know. Mm. So I just moved to Vegas, started the meetup group mm-hmm. because few reasons. But if I organize the events, I'm making it also that much easier for you to come in and go do some things that you've never done. Yep. You can have other people that you're doing it with. They've never done it. You've never mm. done it. Now, I don't know what the number is. There's a number. And I will find out what the number is because, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm, a psych, I'm, I'm a psych major. And if you see my T-shirt, it's a, it's a little guinea pig. Right? So <laughs> it takes, takes, one it takes one to know one, right? <laughs> so everyone should be there. You should be your own guinea pig and your mm. own scientist, right? Yeah, so you should yeah. always be running experiments on yourself. Mm. So the experiment that I am running with the 365 First Challenge is how many first new experiences do you have to do to get hooked? Because when you do something new, your brain releases dopamine and it gives you a feel-good feeling, right? Yeah. yeah. So if you do five first times, 10, 15, how many that you get hooked and you're like, wait, I'm, I'm growing. I'm mm. discovering about myself. Yeah. When I show up at work on Monday, I'm not just talking about the TV show, you know, mm. that was on TV. Like I did something. I have a story. I am connecting with people and I'm encouraging other people like, hey, you ever done that before no i have you know what let's go do it so that we have an experience together and mm. when we have that experience together we have a stronger bond and a stronger connection because remember connecting is very important to me right mm-hmm. so if we do something that neither of us have ever done and we have that experience it will be marked in our minds forever and we will be connected to each other forever mm. because of that experience that we had together uh so you know, the 365 First Challenge for me is bringing, like, all of those things that have always mattered to me into one, like, concept. Because mm. doing the challenge will help you develop your confidence. And, you know, 
I will do courses along the way to talk about more about stepping outside your comfort zone, facing your fears and all that good stuff. Yeah. But that's a process. That's something that's going to happen, right? Because there are like five kinds of firsts. You have uh, spontaneous first, optimistic first, right? So that's something happens, bam, you jump on it, you have a first time. Mm. You have uh, plan first, right? So maybe you want to uh, travel to Bali, mm-hmm. right? So you have to do a little planning to yep. do that, yep. right? Then you have earn first, right? So you want to bring people to Bali with you and you want to teach them stuff, right? So you're going to have to earn that. You're going to have to do even more. It's going to be a first time, but there's more things that you have to do to get that done. Yeah. And you have unexpected first, which are not ideal, right? I mean, uh, so three weeks before leaving Germany, I'm on the Autobahn. This lady cuts me off. I get in my first accident. Then she sues me. So it's the first time getting sued. All unexpected first. That, yep, I would not put on my list, but <laughs> it happened, right? <laughs> uh, but as things happen to you, how you handle those things, you mm. develop, you know, coping skills. And it's better, it's better to go after your fears. It's better to go after your first. It's better for you to pursue those things mm. than for life to throw them at you. Because yep. life will throw them at you because yeah. you need to grow, you need to develop, you need to change. Yep. Well, be in charge of that. Like be mm. the active person doing it. Yeah. So then the last type of first is um, your like next level first. So mm. that's the one that I got to step out of my comfort zone. I got to face my fear. Right. So I have to overcome something before I can even reach that first. So that's wow. like the fifth type of first. Um, so yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm out to get people to have those experiences to make those connections i would love to have for people to have like first time parties and mm. like all this other stuff right so i'm you know i'm the entrepreneur to where I'm like oh you know this is one option you know in multiple direction and then you're like oh okay let focus right here let's get <laughs> and then you know go from there but yeah. i moved to las vegas Mm-hmm. Because people come to Vegas to have unique experiences, to have first times. Mm. So they come primed, their minds are primed uh, to be exposed to the challenge, to the concept. And then I'm, I'm seeing too that this is absolutely a place for me, connecting with someone like you and just some other amazing, like I've been, I've been running around, going to networking events, been meeting all kinds of great people. And it's like, okay, mm. this is the right place for me. Wow. Like this is awesome. I um, I'm waiting for these. So Saturday, I want this thing called Demo Day, where a lot mm. of developers present the type of things that they're working on. And these three young ladies presented what they're working on, an app that they've been working on. While completely different than my app, the features are very similar. Mm. So they just graduated Punch Code, and I was like, "Whoa, wait a second. So because my ideal situation is to have a local team develop my app. Yep. And I talked to another local guy. He gave me a quote, uh, not a good match. So I have all these other quotes coming in, you know, India, Philippines, Canada, <laughs> like other places. But I'm like, there's something about these, you know, these young ladies. Mm. So I met with them yesterday. I think it was yesterday. And, you know, talk some more. And it's, the youngest one is 19. And she's leading the pack in the conversation. And I'm just like, wow. First off, as a woman in tech, you know, even though I can't, you know, I, I can't code, but I mean, I've 
with the web startup, different things I've done. And in the Marine Corps, I'm in IT, setting up networks, mm-hmm. cybersecurity and that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, it means a lot that, okay, what, you know, if I can be, give these young ladies a chance, like get them to, you know, help build their confidence in saying, hey, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to give you this project. Mm. Even though for me, it's a more risky proposition because they barely have any, you know, like they don't have a whole lot of experience, but it's worth it if I can help someone, three someone, uh, get greater confidence and grow and and improve. And so, and that's actually something that I wrote in my journal this morning was that being a true master at changing people's lives mm-hmm. is that their your interaction with them makes them believe that their the change came from them mm. right so to be like a true master of change of helping people they won't even know it's coming from you wow like you know like a magic trick right so it's seeding that thing or having that difference and they didn't even see it coming Uh, and you know and so that's something right now that when i wrote that down i was like hmm this is like this is important to me Mm -hmm. obviously the 365 first challenge and you know my social media presence and the videos and the podcast and being very obvious and what i'm trying to see like what you know what you know, what else is going to happen in the background? And, you know, when I have a, I, and what I'm seeing and what I'm loving is having a conversation with someone and just talk, you know, if they're primed to have new experiences, mm. they're going to have them. Yeah. Right? I, I talked about it and they're like, wow, well, yeah, I should be doing that. Mm-hmm. And they start having it. And, yeah. and then that leads to something else. And it's like, okay, I've like launched the dominoes. Like mm. I, I just want to go around people and say, are you ready for me to push your domino? Mm, Yeah. Is is the momentum is, what is it? Is it like, it's not, is it inertia? And it's like, whatever it's, it's the potential. The potential is like built up, ready to burst. And all you got to do is like, and then it's like, (laughs) and that's that's what I'm going to do. I'm like, okay. Because like I said, right. Part of my personality is like, I will bend your will if I have mm. to, but I don't want to. Right. But to have that energy, right? So when mm. I'm coming at you, it is with that energy. Yeah. And it is saying like, here's, you know, nothing's holding me back. And here's mm. everything that I've done. Some people are not going to like that. And they're going to be intimidated by that. They're not going to like it. And they're going to be put off by me. Some others are going to be like, well, she looks pretty like normal. You know, like, like, you know, I'm not a multimillionaire. There's no, and, and side story about that. I have done everything when, when I was doing why go solo, when I wanted to make my millions, mm-hmm. it was to travel and have all these experiences that God has led me to without needing to be a millionaire. Wow. So mm-hmm. I have lived a life that I imagine that I wanted as an entrepreneur anyways. Mm. So. And, but that became empty because it's like, okay, well, I'm having a great time and I'm seeing the world, but I'm not doing much for the world, right. which is why I went, you know, I think that's when God put it back on my heart. Like, okay, mm. I'm turning back the entrepreneur thing to you because yeah. now it's time for you to get the world, you know, to have those experiences. But anyways, yeah, so I just want to go around pushing dominoes. Yeah, I love it. 
I love it. It's, it's such a powerful like metaphor and who you are. You know, I, ju- I just see you as, you as a catalyst, right? Like that, the one thing that someone needed to just like bust their life wide open. And also for these girls that you met, like all the value that you get to bring to them about your experience, about your life perspective, and not even about business, not even about coding, but just life, you know, the philosophy, the, the human being that you are and how you impact people around you, I think is just epic. And so I want to drive it home with a final takeaway way for our audience. We've covered a lot. You've been through ups and downs. You've overcome some gnarly stuff. You have this courageous, kind of fearless mentality. What do you want to leave our audience with? That that is accessible to you, Mm -hmm. right? So it is a decision that you make to want to have that fearless mindset that you, you want to be free. So it's not just being fearless. You want to be free. When you're fearless, you are free. You are absolutely, completely free. You're free of judgment. You're free of fears. You're free of just everything. Mm. I mean, and I don't think people understand, like, how amazing it is to have that complete freedom. Like, I wake up in the morning and there's nothing weighing on me. There's Mm. nothing patrolling me. There's nothing impacting me. Like, I, I rarely... You know, when I'm in the space, really feel any negative emotion. There's no doubt. There's no anxiety. Mm. When it creeps in, now for me, if that creeps in, I pass it over to God. It's like, mm. wait a second. Mm. I had to go to you to pick this up, right? I was like, oh, oh, no, you know what, God, I'm not, I, I got it. Mm. And then when I do that, it's like, oh, that comes with baggage. <laughs> Let me go send it back to him, right? So switch it, turn it back over to him, and then and I get to feel that absolute freedom. Yeah. You have control to do that. Mm. You have to step towards things that you've never done and experienced mm. to truly get that freedom. To go on that journey of self-discovery and of growth and of change, you have to do things you've never done before. Boom. I love it. And this is gold and you're bringing the fire. Let's tell people how they can stay connected with you. What are the next steps that they can take on their 365 first challenge journey? All right. So connecting with me is very easy on all social media. You look up Ann Bernard and you will find me. For the 365 First Challenge, it's either at 365 First Challenge or at 365 First. Mm. The name was taken. But 365firstchallenge.com, you sign up for the challenge there. You'll start receiving newsletters from me. And then when the app is released, I will let you know to get on the app. You get on the app. Follow the podcast, my videos. I have a YouTube channel, so the 365 First Challenge videos. I do How to Fridays videos. I document my first times and I talk about them. So, you know, get a little crazy, nutsos. Uh, I'm all about expressing my personality. So uh, come on out, you know, figuratively or, or for real. If you end up in Vegas, come on That's out right. to Vegas, meet with me, That's Chris. Right. Like, because we're going to do some stuff together, Chris. We're like, doing it. We're doing it. I, so I feel uh, within the next within the next week or so, I can I can feel your powerful energy and my powerful energy being like, all right, no more bullshit. <laughs> Let's go. Correct. Friday, Friday, you got to come to the Entrepreneurial Magazine launch. Mm. You know, surround yourself with a bunch of other entrepreneurs. Um, you know, you you, you gotta you gotta be around the, the right people. Yes. Yes, I love it. And you are such a superstar. So you heard it, ladies and gentlemen. Go to 365firstchallenge.com and uh, subscribe to Ann's newsletter. Join the challenge. 
find out what your first star that you want to take action on. And uh, I'm looking forward to meeting up in person soon, and I appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you, Chris. It's awesome. Love your show. Thank you. I'll see you soon, okay? From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>